All right, all right. Hey guys, what's up? I am live again. I am here with one of my fellow authors, and we we already been back here cutting up. We have already been back here having a conversation about life and promotion and business and everything. And so we're just gonna get into it. Um, I'm looking down, so I'm trying to get something uh going here. But welcome everybody, my listening audience. Um on uh facebook and on youtube welcome welcome and my listening audience on the podcast platform it is your girl erica nicole um and i am the podcast host right of speak life with erica nicole and i am so glad to be here i'm continuing my series with the co-authors right if resilient was a person the anthology we both have our copy and i'm here with one of my fellow co-authors her name is artisha arthur she is a children's pastor and an author and she is a guy a girl that loves loves love the lord and i am so glad to be here with her um we're gonna just continue or just get into the conversation those of you that are joining us don't forget to click don't forget to share um because we definitely want Hold on, I'm gonna tag um, you in it to make sure. Maybe you're already in. Yeah, definitely want people to know. Yes, we want you guys. So don't forget to click. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to invite some people because we want to support this young lady, y'all. She's a newbie to the podcast circuit. I'm so excited. Um, I didn't realize that until today, and I'm like, oh my god, I got her going live everywhere, and I got her talking on the podcast. But it's time. I was just talking to her about hiding. When God creates a place for you, ladies, we got to step out. And a lot of times as ladies, we really do hide. We don't step out. We feel some kind of way. And of course, we know that's childhood trauma, that's whatever. But let me tell you something. You know how I get down, honey. God said, let your light so shine before men so they will give you your goodness and give glory to God. So this is about God. This isn't about us. So welcome, Artisha Arthur, to the podcast space. Thank you for being a co-host. I am so glad you're here. Do me a favor, because I love for a woman to hear herself, give herself alkylates. It is something, it turns something on inside of us. When we stand up and say, I am, and I am, and I have done. And so I want you to hear that, and I want them to hear you run your receipt. So tell us a little bit about you, Artisha. All right. So I am a native of Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to all the New Yorkers out there. Woo! Shout out, shout out. Brooklyn, we go hard. I am the loving daughter of artist and Stephanie Arthur. Uh, when you read the book, you will find that out. <laughs> um, I am just... Um, uh, awesome beautiful child of god um i i am and god has created in me and built in me the resilience uh to overcome the struggles and challenges and adversities in life but i can stand up and say i am a child of god and not only am i a child of god but i am a overcomer going through loss and pain and abandonment 
I can tell you that I am an overcomer. And guess what? I can also tell you that I am free. All right. I may have flaws. I may make make mistakes. And guess what? Some things may still kind of haunt me. But guess what? I can tell you this. I am free. I am not in bondage. Don't want to be in bondage. I am free. I can tell you that I am free. I am free. I'm free. I'm saved. I'm sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and praying for God to continue to pour his love and his spirit on me. I love it. Look, y'all, she done caught a fire over here. Amen. Hey, Miosha, thank you for joining us. And I'm so glad you're here on Miosha's A Friend to the Podcast. She's been on with me. She's a big supporter. She's also one of my fellow authors. So welcome. Make sure y'all share. Make sure y'all click the likes. Give us some hearts. Give us some comments. Right. some hearts. Yes. Here we want to hear from you. So, Artisha, I, I jump right in. I ask all the authors the same question. Yes. Why did you join the project? I jo- so really how I joined it was supernatural. All right. It was supernatural. I wasn't looking for it. Didn't ask God for it. I was just sitting down in my living room and I had asked one of our co-authors. I said, you know, how can I purchase that book? Because the title really caught my attention. And I said, how can I purchase that book? And she said, um, call uh, Miss uh, Paula Lorraine, because uh, this is a project. This is an anthology that she's doing. And as soon as I reached out to Paula, the rest is history. I heard God say, tell your story. Don't hide it anymore. Don't put it under a rug anymore. You tell your story. Yes. And why I chose to join it was simply because I heard God say, go. That's why I joined it. I heard God say, this is your time to tell your story. Oh Many of us God, don't know. It. Yes, yes. And like, I, yes. And like when I put, I think one time I had uh, preached or I put it in, in some article or something that Elsa that I did. I said, us telling our stories is basically opening the treasure box to the to what God has given to us. And when we open it up, people receive so many jewels, so many jewels of just learning how how to have faith in hard times. So that's why I joined the project simply because I heard God say go. I love it. I love go it. Tell it. The fierceness <laughs> and the boldness to tell your story. Yeah. Um, because when you're when we're telling our story, we're telling the story of so many other women. Right. We're telling the story of so many other women um, that have that have been through what we've been through, whatever our struggle was, mm-hmm. whatever that thing was. And so I think it's very empowering, not only to us, but to the other women, because when they see someone telling their story, it's like, oh, my God, if she can do it, I can do it. If God did it for her, he'll do it for me. If, yes. Right. Because we serve the same God. So I love it. So I don't want you to give the story away because I want people to buy the book. I want people to support the project. But just a little bit of tell of what you shared in the book. Tell us about your journey. All right. So this is how it went. Um, at first, I did not want to put some of the things in my chapter. I did not want to put it in the chapter because... Um, especially my church family back home and even my church family now here in Atlanta do not know 
um, my all of my story. Uh -huh. um, everybody knows that, you know, I lost my father in 2011. Um, some people know that um, he was murdered and all of that, but they don't know really the history. All right. They don't know the history. They don't know that when I was in college, uh, I was going through a hidden or a lingering grief because I longed for my for my dad. Right. Uh, we always talk about, well, you know, you know, and especially in, in our community, in the black community and other communities go through this, too. Absolutely. All right. Other people of color, I believe everybody really goes through this. But particularly in our community, there's like this thing where, OK, um, this abandonment because of our father and things of that nature. But people don't know what's hidden. They don't know the story behind that. You know, why did that happen? Why did that occur? And so that's what I put in the book. All right. That's some of what I put in the book. I'm not, I don't want to give away all of it. No, we want y'all to buy the book. Buy the book, y'all. Get the book. Buy the book. All right. Because in there, you're going to have so many jewels. And I believe that all of us as co-authors um, have so many jewels that we have, um, that God has allowed us to give to the world so that others will be encouraged and learn how to be, um, learn how to be resilient. And again, I believe that word is just screaming out, don't hide, tell your story. All right. So in the chapter, I also... Um, I talk about also, you learn a little bit about my childhood. Uh, you learn a little bit of, about, you know, my, you know, the black church experience. All right. You get that feel. You know, I talk about how the choir came in. And so, so, so you learn how really how faith and spirituality go hand in hand Absolutely. in the chapter and how faith um, sustains us. Right. Faith in God sustains us and how we learn faith from our mothers and grandmothers. I talk about the matriarchs in my family. So, yeah, all of that. I, and, and, you know, during the process of writing it, uh, there were some moments where I did go through crying. Yes. I did go through moments where, uh, no, Artisha, you probably don't want to put that in the book. But God said, put it in the book. Tell your story. Tell it. Tell your story. And so as I obeyed God, obedience is better than sacrifice, y'all. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, my God. You may not, yeah, you may not want to tell, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, because sometimes people do, when they do books, when they do music, uh, different things, uh, they, sometimes I think it, it becomes, you know, you're trying to attack other people with, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to sabotage what the door that God has given to us, but we do want to tell our story in a way that will help somebody else, right? That, that people won't bleed more because of what you, or they, they're not damaged or destroyed, but you telling your story frees somebody. Yeah. You telling your story delivers somebody. You telling your story, somebody else gets a personal revival yeah. right then and there. Yes. Hallelujah. You you Come on now. I love it because I want to go back because yes. you talked about the emotional journey of writing the book. Yes. Um, we all know it all too well, yes. um, but it is part of the process. Now, this is the first time you've ever pinned your story, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, 
Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Okay, that the emotional process was a roller coaster, all right? Because I was thinking about, okay, if I tell people this story, then some of these people, when they really read it, this is in my mind. Now, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. If I share this, well, some of the people may, you know, kind of distance themselves from me because, you know, of what I share. Because what I shared in the story, um, people don't talk about. No. They don't talk about it in church. Show enough don't talk about it um, in families, you know. Um, just don't talk about it. And um, it's it's a, what I share is a topic that I believe that families who have loved ones that are going through that, um, they're not heard. They're seen, but mm-hmm. not heard. And I'm just going to come out with it. I talked about my experience and my mom's experience of when my father was in prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. And children and spouses of inmates our stories are seen but not heard a lot of people say well you know they had no business doing this okay but there are families though there are families who suffer the precautions we and know that they incarcerate made a father you incarcerate a family yes yes people don't yes. realize when that man is behind bars that family yes. is behind bars and everybody pays. Yes, everybody. Like I talk about in the story when, you know, when my dad went to prison, even though we weren't with him physically, yes. but we felt as though we were in, we were in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. We felt as though we were in jail, that the bars was on us. And, and it has affected us. And still, I believe things are still kind of lingering because of those aftermaths of him being in prison mm-hmm. and all of that. So I wanted to let people know families of inmates, children of inmates, uh, spouses of inmates, and me being a children's pastor, I know that some children, they're seen but not heard. Absolutely. They're, yeah, their stories are not being heard. Um, at our church, we we you well we before the pandemic, we used to have we used to host families of inmates, and a lot of children would come, and we would bless so many families with toys and things because we need. I think that you know people need to be there and show up for inmates' families. Yeah. It doesn't matter what their parents did or anything like that you got we've got to show up for our children we got to because this is what god has called us to do be part of that community and that village so that's one of the things that i talk about in the book i don't want to tell too too much y'all y'all gotta go buy the book but oh my god i love it though um because i resonate with that yeah resonate with that i've experienced that right on a personal level and i understand that and i understand how it does affect the children how it yeah. does like it just yeah. it does you know you don't have your dad there to walk you when you get married you don't you know your dad doesn't know your kid like it's a whole aspect and then there's just parts of a daughter's life where she needs her dad yes where she yes. needs her dad not through a letter not through a phone call not through glass she needs a yes. hug and you're robbed of that you're yes. robbed of that and i had it's 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 a hard 
place to be in. So I absolutely get it. I want to go ahead and reset. Thank you guys for joining. We are doing a live recording of Speak Life with Erica Nicole. This is episode 70. I am continuing the series of If Resilient Was a Person. I'm sitting down with a lot of the co-authors in the book. We have Artisha Arthur here. She is a pastor, a children's pastor, and an author in this book. Um, and we're excited. We're just excited to have her. So those of you that have been with us in the last weeks, you know, we're just having raw and real conversations yes. about this journey because it is such a journey. Hey, Latar, thank you for joining us. And we're so excited. So we're live streaming here. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. And we're just hanging out, sharing this raw and real story. So after you pen the book, right, it's off to the editor. It's being published. Tell me what that feeling was when you got that first book in your head and you saw you because you are the first in the book. <laughs> now, that was nobody but God. When I got this, it felt as though and I haven't experienced this yet. I will, but I haven't experienced this yet. It felt as though a baby has been born. Close, close. And I haven't exp I haven't had children yet. I pray and I plan to in my future. But when after, I mean, after all of, because it was a process. I mean, I had to cut some things out. If Miss Paula is on here, she knows, you know, because I can write. Because I love to write. You know, okay. I write poems. Um, I have like books of poems that I know that eventually I know I need to publish. But I, that's one of my hobbies is to write poems. And so I love writing. I love creative writing. I took a class in creative writing. So I love writing. So I can go. <laughs> so she had to tell me to cut it down a little bit, cut it down. But but we and, you know, we went through um, it was emotional. It was physical um, because being a children's pastor, I tell people you like a, a, a bunny that keeps on going. You know, it's just like you you going. It's not nonstop. You going. It's like you got children church. You got Bible study. You just it's it's non going. Absolutely. And so I had to work on this. Yeah. So it was many nights where I was working on the chapter, and you know, you talk about what keeps us up at night. I was just at night. That nighttime was when God was just pouring out what He wanted me to say in the chapter that would help somebody. And when I got the book, a oh man, it was like a baby being born. It and was it really, you say you have not experienced that. Well, I'm I a haven't experienced three. it yet. I'm a mama three and I have been in 10 anthologies. And let me tell you something, it is like that because God impregnates us. He puts this inside yes. of us. And when you are pregnant, right, there's an expiration date. Yes. So at nine months, the baby should be born and you got to push. Or there's going to be a surgery to bring that baby out. And I feel like when we when you write a book, it's a little bit of both, right? Because yes. you got the editor, you got the publisher, and they're coming to get the story because they're going to massage that story. They're going to work that story and get it out of you. Then you got God and the Holy Spirit like, okay, write this, do this, do that. That's but right. you're the one that got to push it out. You yep. know, it's funny, Latara Venice is here. And Latara Venice, she's um, watching us live. I, she was my first anthology. She was the first visionary author of my anthology. I actually have on her wow. shirt today, one of her older shirts. Oh, but I did it. And I've told different stories of different segments of my life. 
Yeah. Um, this was for me, it was like a wrap up. So as I'm sitting with each author, I'm amazed at how some of our stories are so similar. So mm -hmm. what's next for you? What's next? What's next for me is I am working on a children's book, forthcoming children's book. Don't have a date. We're still working on it. I'm still working with the illustrator. My plan is to get it out this year, but whatever God's will is for it to get out, it will get out. Wow. I'm willing to wait on God for that due date, for that publishing date. But uh, it is called The Waiting Turtle. And it was. it is going to... Uh, help children learn patience uh through the hibernate yeah through the you know through uh the hibernation of a turtle and how okay. he how she hibernates during the fall time and how she has to wait until you know until summer until spring that process so it's going to take them through that to help them learn about patience so that's what's that's what's that's what's next oh yeah. my god i can't wait i got three and years. plenty more plenty more books yes, plenty more books. yes. i'm working on another book. book yeah yeah i want to see a poetry book come out i want to see you push those books out it is time for you to birth those babies girl yes <laughs> i love it i love it i love it well, our teacher, I am so glad that you took the time to come co-host this with me. I am so excited. Before I let you go, I have a question for you. How do you define resilience? How do I define resilience? I define resilience as someone or a moment where we just stand in the midst of whatever we're going through the resilience is the ability to stand in the midst of everything and to also know and this is what god um, gave to me a couple of weeks a couple of days ago resilience is like this hey even though i see the mountain there's a message with this mountain yes that's resilience for me there's a message even in the mountain i see the mountain i know it's there i know that it will move but before it moves i believe god has a message to give to me before it moves oh so my I'm god gonna i love that. It's gonna I love be. that i love that so tell the lady tell everybody the listening audience the viewing and listening audience where can they find you where can they connect with you how can they get this book because they got to connect to you so they can learn about the turtle Yes. Right? They gotta connect. So how can they connect with you? Connect with me. Listen on Facebook. My name is Artisha Author. Uh, on Instagram, I am Tisha Author. And my email address is Arthur A-R-T-H-U-R-A-R-T-I-S-H-A at yahoo.com. Awesome. And I'm going to put all the information in the show notes, right, yes. over on YouTube as well as on the podcast platform. I am yes. so excited about this, um, just this interview. I know um, our listening audience, so many people can resonate, especially with the story of your father being incarcerated and what you go through. And I think that story has not been told. Like, I just don't think people understand um what a family goes through yes in a um matriarch mom or dad are incarcerated mm -hmm. right it's like That's missing right. an arm you're missing a piece 
whether your father was in the house or not, you are missing a, a very major piece yes. to your life. And so I look forward um, to hearing more from you. I just, I know, y'all get the book. Yes, get the book. Get the book. Get the Read book. the book. Get his book. There is so many amazing stories in this book. So we're so many amazing authors. Um, and I'm going to have quite a few of them on here. Not all of them have said yes. Um, but quite a few of them have. Hey, we go. We're gonna finish it, right? We're gonna get everybody that wants to be because I just think it's important. Yes. One, um, I think it's important their voices, our voices be heard, and our stories be heard. Yes. And um, one thing God told me is this podcast is about that. It is about um, just the faith of God moving through His people, yes. right, and lives being transformed. This is not my podcast. This is his podcast. Because believe me, he done hijacked it plethora of times. Um, I started out one way and he was like, nope, that's not what we're doing. And I'm okay with that because it is all to his glory. All to his glory. It is all to his glory. And Artisha, I want to just, um, I just want to bless you. I want to bless you just for being here. Bless you for doing the work that you're doing with the children. Yeah, Because that is so important. Um, they're our future and they need people that love and that care and that have been there, right? And I, I just know that. So with that, thank you, Holy Spirit. So what would you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self that God got you, baby. Even though you are going through a hard time, you miss your dad, I will tell myself, I'm so glad to know that God is my father. I'm so glad to know that I am his princess. And that even though my earthly father is um, in prison, I know that, guess what? My father, in he may be in prison, but my dad loves me. My dad loves me because guess what? My dad has love for me. And I have love for him beyond the bars. I wrote a poem specifically talking about that experience because the bars didn't keep, didn't separate the love that I have for my father and the love that he has for me. So I would say that to my younger self. And I knew that, and I knew that, but to hear that is powerful. It, it is powerful. So that's what I would tell my younger self that, God loves you. He has your back. God is your heavenly father. And guess what? You're, you're his princess. And guess what? You're also your earthly dad's princess. You're daddy's girl too. So, um, yes, you are. You are. And so just to hear those words is very encouraging for those who have been going through abandonment, um, for whatever reason, maybe your dad didn't go to prison. Maybe your dad just wasn't there the way you thought he should be. You're daddy's girl because you're God's girl. And your earthly dad, he loves you. He loves you. God gave, God gave him to you for a purpose. And so we've got to embrace that and even honor that. So, yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. Oh, girl, you got me over here in the struggle bus trying to keep it together over here. 
Like, you, you don't even know. Like, to God be the glory. Oh my God. Your story has touched a lot of people, and it will wow. continue to, to touch a lot of people. So, I am absolutely excited to see what you do if the rest of 2022. And what you do in 2023, because you know what you do in anthology with a group of women, you are now sisters. We are bonded. bonded. Yes, we have bond. And, and here's the thing with this anthology, it's just God is just opening up so many other doors. You know, yeah. like I just had a friend who said, hey, this this author's conference is going to be in Atlanta. You need to get involved with it. You need to tell them about your book. So I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, Lord, Lord. And I was telling you that before we went live. You told me that before we got live. You are an author now. You are a published author and you have to walk into it. God has opened the door. His word says he goes before you and makes every crooked path straight. You have to go for it. You have to go for it. Hey, Michi, thank you for joining us. So, yes, so go to that conference, put that post out. She even has a thing where we're voting for her to win something. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Voting, yeah, voting voting for the author of the year. And so we're we're just praying and, and, and seeking God's faith and asking him to open those doors because people need to know your story. Absolutely. I believe that's really to tell you the truth. When we wrote all of our stories, mm -hmm. I just sense that, hey, that's revival. That's part of revival. That's part of God just delivering his people. You oh, know, wow. because many of us, yeah, I should have said this earlier, but yeah, when we did this book, like that was, a, you know, because we often think when we think of revival, we think of, oh, we got to come into a building and we got to go into, but God, the revival that God is doing on the earth, it's beyond the four walls of the church. God is doing revival in, in I mean, in the marketplace. He's doing revival. He said that he was. He spoke that to me last year. He said, I'm doing revival and I'm doing it in a different way. But it's part of my purpose for the church of Jesus Christ. And so I believe that this book is part of that revival <laughs> of I people do. getting delivered. Of people getting and, and really when we tell our story, that's going to make disciples. That's what Jesus said. Go and make disciples. That's how we're making disciples. We're telling the story of how we we made it, how we overcame, how we learned how to become resilient when nothing was on the table, right? When nothing was on the table, and we believed that God was gonna do it. And even now, y'all, I'm still learning it. It's hard, y'all. It's been hard. Let me tell you. Many of and and Erica, we could testify to this. When we were working with the project, it was like the enemy was attacking like left oh and right. It was. I mean, it was as though we would never. We was never gonna get it done. And God prevailed, just like He always God does. He came through. Just like he always does. And so many women, I, I like, I've heard so many of the testimonies. Like I was in the book then I decided I wasn't going to do the book. Then I got back in the book then I decided I wasn't going to do the book. Like it, he came through and it is so powerful 
to tell your story. It is so powerful yes. to give God the glory and say how you made it through. Yes. And just like your sister just said, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our, word testimony. Of our testimony. And That's it is it. time for us to say loud and proud how we made it over. That's right. You know, That's right. Testimony service. Did y'all used to have testimony service at church? Yes. Yes, I remember that's how people that's how the church used to do used yeah. to testimony services but see God is doing that was leaning that was pointing to something that God is doing now I believe that now people are telling their stories in different ways Amen. one of the ways we did was in a book yes. there's people who are telling their stories in songs interviews you name it God is 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 doing and he's doing that and you know sometimes people will say we need to go back to that but god is doing something progressively and that, we gotta progress we gotta move with that's it. time that's social it. media people always say social media is a bad thing my social media is not my no. timeline is not right because my timeline is full of this this yes. right here is the power of your testimony for everybody that's watching it live catching a replay everybody that's gonna catch it over on google podcast yes. spotify apple podcast they are gonna hear your testimony they're gonna want to get the book they're gonna want to know who artisha arthur is and how yes. you made it over when your dad was locked up when yes. your dad was in the penitentiary because you're telling some little girl's story you're telling a little boy's story right now and that little girl and that little boy may be 50 they may be seven they may be 76 but you're telling their story. Yes. And that's what it's about. And that's why we do what we do. Right there. That's right it. Right there. And I think that is the perfect place to end. Whoa. So, guys, God be the glory. I am so grateful that you came and co-hosted, that you shared your story. I absolutely just, this was amazing. Well, I, I want to thank you, Erica for opening the door for me to co-host with you. This is such a huge blessing and an opportunity that God has put it in your spirit to encourage us as sisters. That is so powerful that we empower and love each other as sisters, you know, because the world, especially in our community, it's, it's like they always try to have us competing and comparing and doing all this. But it's beautiful how a sister can encourage another sister to say, keep on moving forward. Keep going. That You don't know. That is just refreshing for me. And I need that. You know, I need that, especially in my life as a 28-year-old in ministry and things like like that's what I need. That's I feel like that's what I need. So I thank you for having me on. It's a blessing. It's an opportunity, and I and it's opportunity to share the gospel of Christ even more. So thank you, Erica. Thank oh, you for having your so sister cool. on. It's it a such a blessing. You are just such a fresh fire for God, a fresh voice and to feel that passion and that fire like i'm man i love it because i'm an amped up spirit for god like i love it and you're only 28 i have a daughter that's 28 oh. my little daughter is 28 so you can just be one of my babies I, love it. I absolutely love it well guys we're gonna wrap this thing up i'm gonna leave all of our teachers information it'll be in the show notes on youtube as well as the podcast show notes guys go connect dm her get the book 
get the book. She's going to be increasing her promotion. I yes, am. we've already talked about it. Um, I'm going to be pulling up on a girl. Y'all know how I do. I like to pull up on you. It gets just information out there. People need to know you. People need to connect. So God bless you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so very much for being here. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.